العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وبعد السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الله سبحانه وتعالى revealed the Quran and within the Quran he spoke about many miracles, many stories, many points of benefit and lessons that we can extract and implement in our lives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed the vast majority of Surah Al-Kahf which the Prophet advised and recommended the slaves of Allah to recite every single Jumu'ah. He revealed the vast majority of it in Mecca. And when he was reciting these ayat, or before he even was revealed these ayat, the Jews sent people to ask the Prophet telling the Quraysh that if he is really and truly a prophet, then he'll be able to explain three stories and ask him about these three stories. Ask him about the people of the cave. Ask him about Dhul Qarnayn. And ask him about the man that took Musa alayhi salam. If he's able to answer and give an explanation to these three stories, then indeed he is the Prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in the scholars of Islam, they say several days went past until Allah jalla wa ala revealed a surah, surah al-kaf, in which he subhanahu wa ta'ala discusses these three stories and more. We'll take, inshallah, today the story of the people of the cave, for which the entire surah is named after. And we'll take some benefits about this story, inshallah, so that we can implement them in our lives. Allah says, as was retitled today, أَمْ حَسِبْتَ أَنَّ أَصْحَابَ الْكَهْفِ وَالرَّطِينَ كَانُوا مِنْ آيَاتِنَا عَجَلًا Allah summarizes the entire story in this ayah before he spends the next few ayat discussing the story. He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, أَمْ حَسِبْتَ أَنَّ أَصْحَابَ الْكَهْفِ وَالرَّطِينَ He says, Jalla wa'ala, do you not think that the people of the cave and the Ar-Raqim, some of the scholars of Islam say, Ar-Raqim is the names that they wrote inside the cave that they stayed in. There are people who chose to seek refuge in a cave. And remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whilst they were in this cave, some of the scholars mentioned that Ibn Kathir rahimahullah ta'ala and others, that they wrote their names as you often find nowadays, I was here 2022. So these, these companions, they wrote their name on their cave. So Allah says, أَمْ حَسِبْتَ أَنَّ أَصْحَابَ الْكَافِ وَالرَّطِينَ كَانُوا مِنْ آيَاتِنَا عَجَبًا Do you think that the people of the cave and the inscription or what they wrote on the caves, is it not a sign from the signs of Allah Is it not from the miracles, from the miracles of Allah In fact, the Prophet the reason why he encourages the believer and recommends the believer to recite this surah every single Friday, is that it reminds us of these three important stories, one of them being Al-Kahf. Allah says and discusses what is so miraculous about this story. He says, إِذْ أَوَلْ فِتْيَةُ إِلَى الْكَافِ فَقَالُوا رَبَّنَا آتِنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمًا وَهَيِّئْ لَنَا مِنْ أَمْرِنَا رَشَدًا Allah says, remember, 
When the young men, they fled for refuge. Ibn Ishaq, reports that there was a village that these people were living in. And in this village, there was a tyrant ruler who made sure that no one followed the religion of Al-Masih. No one followed the religion of Allah and His Prophet So he would punish and he would oppress and he would transgress the rights of these people, the people who worship Allah Ibn Kathir highlights that one day there was a tree on the day in which they would celebrate the celebration of the polytheists. And there were a group of young men, Allah says, in awal fitya. Fitya refers to jam'qillah, as in a small number of young men, people in their youth, who were sitting around the tree, Mukathir says, and each of them were glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some of the scholars mentioned that they didn't know one another. But whilst they were sitting on this tree, around this tree, they realized that all of them were upon the tawheed of Allah, upon Worshipping Allah Jalla wa'ala just like how he wants people to worship him. They inquired and they asked for another question. Then they found out that all of them were not upon the religion of the tyrants. All of them were upon the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In our fitya to ila al-kafa qalu, Rabbana atina min ladunka rahma, wa hayyit lana min amrina rashada. Allah Jalla wa'ala says, and these young men, after they found out that they were all upon the religion of Allah they said that since the king was now going to send his troops to oppress everyone who was upon Tawheed, they wanted to go and hide in a cave. They wanted to go and hide in a cave. So they found the cave. And as they went inside this cave, they said, Rabbana atina min rahma. Oh Allah, they said, Oh Lord, send us your mercy from yourself and take care of our affairs because we are upon the right path. They went from one qadr of Allah to the other qadr of Allah. They went from sitting and worshipping Allah around the tree to the other qadr of Allah which was to hide and seclude themselves in a cave. In this particular ayah, Allah refers to many different lessons we can establish. The first, and this is extremely pleasant to say, especially in this masjid, mashallah, tabarakallah. Allah Jalla wa'ala refers to these people as Ibn Awal Fitya. Allah refers to them as young people. And one of the blessings that we find Allah Jalla wa'ala has blessed this masjid with is that this masjid is full of young people. We have the young who pray in the first row. We have the young who pray in the second row. And there is no prohibition. There is no rules pertaining to leaving the young away and aside and making sure they not gain benefit like we find in other masajid of Allah Jalla Rather, this question is based upon the sunnah of allowing the youth to practice and embrace Islam. To allow the youth to flourish and to show their love for Islam. And this is why the Prophet Sallallahu said when he spoke about seven under the shape of Allah Jalla Wa'ala with the arsh of Allah Jalla Wa'ala where there is no shape. And he mentioned a youth, a youth, a young person whose heart was attached to the masjid. We should, whenever we see our youngsters, whenever we see the youth, whenever we see our children coming to pray in the masjid, or they want to stand in the first row, or they want to maybe call the adhan sometimes, we should encourage them. Because this is them fulfilling a right of Allah. 
This is why the Prophet the vast majority of his companions were youngsters. They were youth. And this is how the likes of Ibn Abbas and Abdullah ibn Umar and Anas ibn Malik and Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, how they became prominent figures amongst the Sahaba. They were youth who wanted to recite Quran amongst the Kuffar, Ibn Mas'ud. And the Sahaba said to him, Ibn Mas'ud, don't, you're young, you're going to get beaten up. Until the Prophet said, encouraged him, no, he wants to let him go ahead and recite Quran in front of the Quraysh. So he went to recite Ar Rahman. Then he got beaten up and beaten up. He returned back to the Prophet and the Sahaba said to him, Then we tell you not to go, he said, I want to go again tomorrow. The youngsters, when they find Islam, they can enable Islam to flourish between themselves and others. Islam is practiced, as they say, and understood by the elderly. But it's the youngsters that give Islam victory. It's the youngsters where we find the zeal of Islam and Islam being passed across to others. So Allah refers to them in our They were youngsters. They were young people who used to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There were young people who sought refuge. And we learn another lesson from here. And that is whenever you're in an area, whenever you feel as if though it's going to be troublesome for you to practice Islam or difficult upon you to practice Islam, find somewhere else. These people feared the punishment of the tyrant. So they went looking for the cave where they could hide and seclude themselves and worship Allah Jalla wa He says subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَضَرَمَنَا عَلَىٰ آذَانِهِمْ فِي الْكَهْفِ سِنِينَ عَدَدًا And when they went into this cave, this group of young people, Allah Jalla wa ta'ala says, we then covered up their sense of hearing. Allah, Allah Jalla wa ta'ala decreed for them to sleep. Not just any sleep, but a very deep sleep. A deep sleep whereby Allah covered their ears, meaning they were unable to hear anything. Sometimes when you sleep and you hear a sound, you wake up instantly. But no, Allah allowed them to sleep in a manner whereby their ears were covered. They couldn't hear anything at all. They slept in this cave for years. They slept in this cave for years. Then we raise them up from their sleep. We raise them up from their sleep. They slept for over 300 years. And some of them thought they'd only slept for half a day, or a quarter of a day, or a day at the maximum. In fact, there were a group of people, and their dog, who was the guard dog, who was sitting at the front of the entrance of the cave. When they woke up, they thought they slept only a little bit. But they realized that Allah Jalla wa'ala speaks to us and tells us that they indeed slept for a long time. Then we raise them up from their sleep. They woke up from their sleep. So Allah Jalla wa'ala wanted to test the two parties to see who of them could calculate exactly how long they had slept for. He says, subhanahu wa ta'ala, نَحْنُ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ نَبَأَهُمْ بِالْحَقَّةِ إِنَّهُمْ فِتْيَةٌ آمَنُوا بِرَبِّهِمْ وَزِدْنَاهُمْ مُدَاهِ Allah Jalla wa'ala says, We narrate to you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, because they will ask me to tell you about the story of the people of the cave. We narrate to you their story. And this is the haqs, meaning whatever you've heard from them, any tales you've heard from them, this is the truth and everything they're saying, everything they're adding, every different version of theirs is all false. This is the truth. 
They were a group of young people that believed. They believed in their God. Here we have another benefit. And we often ask, or we often find a number of people asking themselves and others, how do I increase my faith? I'm very low in Iman. I sin. How do I increase my faith? I want to reach the faith of this companion of Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I want to be able to leave this sin. I want to be able to have the strength and the ability to leave riba, to leave zina, to leave haram. But I'm unable to do so. How do I increase my faith? Allah Jalla Wala tells us all in this ayah. He says, Jalla Wala, إِنَّهُمْ فِتْيَةٌ آمَنُوا بِرَبِّهِمْ وَزِدْنَا there were people who believed in Allah, so Allah increased in faith. The scholars of Islam, they say, if you ever want to increase your faith in Islam, do a righteous action sincerely for Allah, and Allah will increase your faith. Give some sadaqah sincerely for Allah, Allah will increase your faith. Pray to Allah, you never used to pray before, for Allah, Allah will increase your faith. Learn about Allah so you can believe in Him with more certainty. Allah Jalla wa'ala will increase your faith. How does the trend go? The trend goes, you worship Allah Jalla wa'ala. You show Allah Jalla wa'ala. You do something for Allah Jalla wa'ala. Allah will increase your faith. And this is why, when we see the youth trying to do good, let them do good. And their faith in Allah Jalla wa'ala will increase. And they will become stronger people. Yes, they'll make mistakes. Yes, sometimes they'll say things out of line. But this is why we have the understanding of the elderly with the youth at the same time. Let the elderly and the youth be companions, partners in the deen of Allah Jalla wa'ala. And then we'll find fruits in this Ummah of Islam. He says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَرَبَّطُنَا عَلَىٰ قُلُوبِهِمْ إِذْ قَامُوا فَقَالُوا رَبُّنَا رَبُّ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ لَمْ نَدْعُوا مِنْ دُونِهِ إِلَاهَا لَقَدْ قُلْنَا إِذًا made their hearts firm and he made their hearts strong whenever they stood up they said our lord is allah the lord of the heavens and the earth never shall we call any deity any god besides allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah is telling us once more because they believed because they showed the initial movement because they went to allah first as the hadith of Prophet mentioned you walk towards allah allah went towards you you walk towards Allah and He will run towards you. Because they initially believed in Allah, He increased them in Iman and then what did He do? He made their hearts firm. He made their hearts strong in the faith of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, Jalla wa ala, Ha'ula, Ha'ula iqawmun attakhadu min dunihi ilaha. Lawla yattuna alayhim bisultanin bayin. Faman afdullahu mimman iftara ala Allahi kadiba. These are the people. These are our people, they're saying these are people, they've taken as deities other people besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to worship. But they have no authority. Now they go on giving that one. Allah speaks about this story and he says regarding them that as they left the cave, they wanted to purchase something. So they went down to the city, to the village in which, in which they originally lived in. 300 years after they first visited it. And they began seeing things different. They began seeing people they didn't recognize. When they tried to purchase something, they noticed that their coins had become extremely old. People began inquiring as to who they were, what they were, where they were from. 
tells us that this miracle from Allah Jalla was such that وَتَرَ الشَّمْسَ إِذَا طَلَعَتْ تَزَاوَرُ عَنْ كَعْثِهِمْ ذَاتِ الْجَمِينَ وَإِذَا غَابَتْ تَقْرِضُهُمْ ذَاتِ الشِّمَالِ وَهُمْ فِي فَجْوَةٍ مِّنْ ذَلِكَ مِنْ آيَاتِ اللَّهِ مَنْ يَهْدِ اللَّهُ فَهُوَ الْمُهْدَدِ وَمَنْ يُدْلِلْ فَلَنْ تَجْزَ لَهُ وَلِيٍ مُرْشِدًا As they began seeing everything different, as they began noticing themselves that their fathers and their forefathers had all passed away, as they began seeing the difference in the village, they began asking themselves, how long were we asleep for? And they found out that they had slept for over 300 years. Allah tells us that Allah guided them in his cave because Ibn Kathir says, out of all of the caves in that mountain, they chose to reside and seek refuge in a cave that the sun had access to. Allah says, whenever they slept, they slept with their eyes open. So the eyes were kept moisturized by the son of Allah Jalla wa'ala. Allah Jalla decreed for them to turn towards their right and turn towards their left, making sure that the sun reaches the right and the sun reaches the left, ensuring that the blood flows in every single organ of the body. And the correct place, the correct place for this to happen was that one cave at the north of this cave, or the north of this mountain, facing north towards the mountain. They could have slept in any other cave in the mountain, but Allah guided them to that particular cave because they were people that wanted guidance. From here we learn a lesson. And that is if we are upon the truth and we want Allah Jalla wa'ala's mercy, I want his help and his assistance. And we go for Allah and to Allah, sincerely for Allah, Allah Jalla wa'ala will decree for us one qadr to another qadr that is only going to give us help in this dunya. If only we are truthful to our word. He says subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we end at this point inshallah ta'ala. And this final point we often recite, we often mention, we actually forget the point of benefit regarding this point. Allah Jalla wa'ala says, وَتَحْسَبُهُ الْأَيْقَابَ وَالْمُرْقُودِ وَنُقَلِّبُهُمْ ذَاتِ الْيَمِينِ وَذَاتِ الشِّمَالِ وَكَلْبُهُمْ بَاسِتٌ ذِرَاعَيْهِ بِالْوَصِيمِ لَمِ اطَّلَعْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ لَوَلَّيْتَ مِنْهُمْ Allah Jalla wa'ala says, and when you look at them, you were to look at them in the cave, you think that they'd be awake. Because Allah Jalla wa'ala decreed for their eyes to be open. Allah turned them towards their right and turned them towards the left. And he made the dog stretch out at the entrance of the cave. There's a benefit here. And what's the benefit? A benefit regarding the dog. Who knows the right benefit about the dog? Anyone? What's the benefit regarding the dog? <coughs> Sorry? The benefit regarding the dog the scholars of Islam, they say, the dog in its essence, the scholars differ, is it majest, is it, is it pure, is it impure, right? And we learned that, mashallah, the, 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 the saliva of the dog is impure, and if it was to touch us, we have to wash it in this particular way, etc, etc. But Allah mentioned the dog in the Quran. Why did he mention the dog in the Quran? The scholars of Islam, they say, in fact, Allah Jalla wa'ala mentioned the dog of the people of the cave four times in this surah. And the dog is somebody, generally speaking, it is an impure animal, or its saliva is impure anyway. But Allah tells us a very important lesson. And that is the dog was even mentioned in this story because it was a companion of people that were righteous. And so the dog in the story is recited in Masajid across the world. 
in the in the Masahif, in the book of Allah Jalla wa Ala, the final greatest revelation. Allah Jalla wa Ala chose to mention the dog. What significance does the dog have? Nothing at all. But Allah mentions as a revelation, as a miracle, He mentions the dog in His final speech, which is recited in Masajid, recited in amongst Imam, recited in our remembrance in our hearts. We find reward in mentioning the dog when we recite this ayah. Only because that dog was a companion of the people that were righteous. Which means what? That whenever we become friends and companions of people that are righteous, whenever we befriend ourselves, we make sure that ourselves, we better ourselves, and we follow the righteous teachings of Islam, and we stay away from things that are haram, every single thing that is close to us will take the same ruling as that righteousness we have now embraced ourselves towards. Allah mentions the dog in the Quran to show us a lesson. That the dog was the friend of the righteous, so he became mentioned in the revelation. If we want to become people that are special in the sight of Allah and our families or our children or everything else, our businesses or everything else we touch, if we better ourselves, everything else will come into play. Everything else will come to play. These are some of the lessons we can take from the story of some of the schools of Islam, they actually authored a book and it's called A Hundred Benefits from the Story of the People of the Kaf. And they go through every benefit in every ayah and every different word that Allah Jalla wa'ala uses, perhaps in another session, inshallah ta'ala, we'll talk about that. Wallahu ta'ala a'lam wa jazakumullahu khayran wa barakallahu khayran wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.